0: Welcome to Akasha Talks, a podcast on consciousness, healing, and different ways to interact and weave those together, both old and new, to be able to get the most out of your life. I'm your host, Lance Baker, coming to you from Newcastle, Australia. Hope you kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Camera Notes. Cameron, I've I've got you on the show because of what you post on all the social medias out there pretty much weekly of Golsan. You're fantastic at that. I find it quite inspiring and I wanted everybody to be able to tap into that. I know everybody listening to this will be able to find AGM from the stuff you offer. So welcome.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: You've been a bit of an inspiration with uh, stuff you do. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey, about what you, got you to where you are today in your yeah. life's path?
1: Sure. Well, my journey really starts, I guess, if I rewind back to around my mid-20s. Uh, up until that stage, I'd lived a pretty standard life. I was uh, a tradie, um, a fridgey by trade, so working with air conditioning and refrigeration and then it wasn't until my mid-20s that i had a bad back injury i ruptured a couple of discs in my lower spine and uh, i went through the normal route of you know going to the physio going to the doctors uh seeing a lot of specialists and i kept on getting the same sort of response that uh you know your back is Uh, we're going to try everything possible to not send you down that surgery sort of route. And I went to countless specialists. I was seeing physios, uh, you know, two, three times a week, uh, chiropractors. I was doing all different uh, classes on swimming and, you know, all these different things to try and relieve the pain. Um, And then it ended up getting just said to me by my doctor, uh, my physio and A specialist that I was seeing a psychologist um, because I was going down an emotional route that wasn't healthy either Um, and they all said look maybe you just got to deal with your back might not be uh, you know right again and you might not walk properly again Um, and it was sort of that we're sorry but that's the way it is kind of mentality and that hit me uh, pretty bad and sent me even further downhill uh, emotionally and then massively physically as well. And I was on a lot of uh, antidepressants at the time. I was uh, on a lot of painkillers at the time as well. And then I turned to other things like alcohol and other drugs just to numb both the psychological pain and obviously the physical pain. And it wasn't until I started to... I suppose dig myself so deeply that I got to a point, and I thought, well, there's, you know, there has to be another way out of this. There has to be another way to think. There has to be another way to feel. Like I can't keep going like this. Uh, at that time, as well, my brother, one of my brothers, moved in with me so he could cook my meals um, and, you know, do the washing and keep the house clean and everything because I was just pretty much bedridden. And then I started researching all these different modalities, and uh, and I found that you know the the power of the mind is so it impacts the physical body on so many different levels. And I thought, well, you know, I was drawn to a specific person at the time. It was uh, Tony Robbins, and. Uh, for your listeners out there I'm sure a lot of them would be aware of who Tony Robbins is and he sort of brought NLP to the forefront he didn't he didn't create NLP but he was you know one of the guys that sort of uh, brought it to the general public in a massive way uh, and still does and I was drawn to him and I thought well you know what does he study what does he do what does he teach <clears throat> excuse me and that led me down the NLP path and I I went and enrolled in a couple of courses when i got myself well enough that i could actually get up and walk around um and i was the more i learned the more i realized i didn't have any idea with you know the impact of uh psychological sort of uh, damage that the mind can do to the physical if if we uh, look at it the wrong way and uh, then i started studying things like clinical hypnotherapy as well and this is obviously where we connected um you know a number of years ago and all these modalities that I started studying I wasn't really doing it so I could teach others or whatever it was just I was fascinated by it and I had to learn more I had to learn more I had to learn more and uh you know over a course of a number of years I got myself well uh, and then I started just naturally talking to people about it and one thing led to another, and we fast forward until now. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, uh, coached personally over a hundred clients, uh, through, you know, different things from relationships, uh, different things from physical stress. Um, uh, you know, they, they might have gone through a similar sort of circumstance to myself with getting told that. Uh, you know, this is the way your body is. Sorry, we can't do anything. And those people go searching for something more and they've found me. Um, and then massively just on the goal setting side of things. I, I coach a lot of people on, uh, you know, the correct way to actually set goals, um, you know, and stretching sort of goals that we aim towards, you know, in uh, two, three years' time. So, yeah, it's been a quite a journey. Um and it's only just the
0: beginning. So, yeah. Exciting yeah, times ahead. <laughs> yes. I've loved uh, watching you put your your stuff to work uh, and, and watch, watching you grow over the, the years I've known. Uh, and you know, just uh, settle for, for what you can find in a book. I've seen you go through a lot of different learnings uh, and you don't just... Stick with one principle. You seem to spread to model ones. You go and get personal mentors. Uh, who, who are some of the people you've trained with or mentored with over the years? Uh,
1: definitely a big one has to be Bob Proctor. Uh, and I was drawn to Bob um, probably around three years ago now. And again, I was just fascinated with... Um, you know, for, for those of your listeners who may not know Bob uh, Proctor, he's, he's really, I see him anyway as one of the pioneers of the personal development industry. He's been coaching people for around 56 years. Um, he's 85 years old and he still gets around like a 20-year-old and he's just, he's, uh, you know, in... The hit movie, The Secret, was one of the things that sort of brought him massively to the um, forefront of the personal development industry. Uh, and when I saw Bob's material the first time, and you know, I, I, I thought, wow, this guy's you know talks about something so complex as the human mind, but he delivers it with so much simplicity that anyone can understand it. And that's one thing that Bob... Uh, prides himself on he says you know we've all got a mind and whether or not he's talking to a five year old or a 95 year old the conversation doesn't really change that much because we should be able to deliver that message uh, of health of you know vitality of goal setting in in such a simple way that anyone can understand it and that's why I was drawn to him so much because he was you know, he just takes something like the mind that's endless and so complex, and delivers it in such a simple way that it's like, wow, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's he's definitely one of my uh, my big influences um, in the way I coach. Uh, you know, his his drawings that he uses. Um, you know, one specifically called the stick man or the genie and it's just a simple image uh, to, supplement to all my clients it doesn't matter if they're seeing me for how to bring a partner into their life or if it's how to you know get over a illness or if it's how to actually increase sales in their business I'll still direct them to this this image um, and it's it's fascinating
0: Okay. Uh, I'll have to get you to send me that and we might put that in the show notes for people to check out. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Beautiful. Let's see. Uh, So what is, what is one of the biggest tools you've had for goal setting uh, that you use all the time?
1: I'd say again, one of Bob's um, teachings is the goal card and all a gold card is is literally a little card that we write down our goal and we carry that card with us everywhere we go we read it multiple times <coughs> excuse me throughout the day especially in the morning and especially at night because uh, you know the the way our uh brain is functioning in the morning and at night, the subconscious is, you know, as really open to suggestion more in those sort of states. Um, so the idea is we read our goal repetitively over and over and over and get emotionally involved with it in the morning and at night. Yes, throughout the day, but massively at those two periods, because it's going to allow uh, more information to bypass an analytical sort of thinking area of the mind and implant that uh, belief or that that goal into the subconscious and as soon as it's in there then that's obviously when magic starts to happen <laughs> So yeah
0: so is that like a big long term goal
1: uh yeah it, it well again it could be something as simple as bringing in a partner into our life or you know getting over a certain hurdle in our business um, or definitely you know Health sort of related as well so it is more so around a big goal long-term goal this is the way Bob sort of uses it but definitely if we're wanting to achieve something let's just say in the next six months uh, then massively as well we use it there as well so it's really I I bring that modality into my coaching no matter what sort of outcome people are wanting that's that's a big part because um, you know, that works as an anchor as well. Uh, throughout the day, we can touch our pocket. The image flashes in the screen of our mind of our goal, and obviously that's going to uh, cause us to start mm. to work towards it uh, more and more. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've, uh, I've experimented with it. For, I've heard you talking about it so much. Uh, I, I tweaked it. I uh, had big goal on one side, uh, and the other goal, other side, I'll have super short term. Uh, nice. I've given this to a few clients to do that they uh, they dial down to the, the next achievable bit they can do. Uh, so in the morning nice. they're writing that and putting that in there, and that way when they touch it every time they're like, "Well, this is a big goal today. I've got to do this." And they can write the new one when they get Beautiful. home or whatever. Uh, that's been my approach, nice. uh, but I found it it's, it's helpful to have that reframe of where you're going, breaking it down to where you can go next. Uh, what you can do yes. in between yes
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely and i've found that the the type of people that uh you know need that some people need those those short-term uh you know achievements along the way as well uh some people work better with just a, a long-term sort of image. So. Yeah, definitely. I love that. How using it, two sides. I haven't actually used that. So I, I think I might steal that and start uh, bringing that into my clients' as well. So, yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, what's h- how many of those cards have you gone through since you started using that method?
1: Well, there'd definitely be a few hundred because. Um, Definitely, because each each client I give you know a couple to, Um, and or are you meaning more so myself? Yeah, personal life. Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, personal life. Um, With the big goals, uh, I would say probably around three or four. Um, You know, where I've obviously had to renew the the actual card because it breaks down in my pocket and all those sort of things, but. Um, yeah, three or four times I've had to change the goal because uh, I've either achieved it or something else has come in and, you know, I've I've reframed it in a certain way or redirected it or whatever. So, yep. yeah, yeah.
0: So you've, yeah. you found it's helped you progress towards your targets, aims, goals?
1: Definitely, definitely because I think, you know, we live in a day and age where, we're bombarded with information and if we don't stay focused towards a clear outcome we can just uh, bounce around because we open up social media and you know we'll scroll we'll see something that takes our eye we'll go oh beautiful maybe this is what i want to do awesome and i'll start enrolling in a course i could spend six months doing something and then i'll oh you know i'm not too sure i'll bounce around i'll find something else on social media or you know, ads on TV we can bounce around and so many people I think if they don't have a clear target what they're aiming towards what they're really wanting in life this is when they can bounce around from left to right to left to right and people go on years and years and I know I did up until my mid-20s I was you know I did try a lot of things I was a full-time musician as well uh, for around three years and thinking this is my calling this is what I'm supposed to do but it wasn't until I you know that everything happened. Uh, that I started to really go inward, and I and that's what I really encourage all my clients to do. That the answers are inside of them, not you know on social media. We're not going to find them there. They might they might help draw it to the surface, but it's it's about setting time out for ourselves where we can say, all right, I am confused. I'm not too sure where I'm you know. What I'm supposed to do in my life? I haven't found my passion or my purpose. I'm not too sure on a vision. So how am I supposed to even figure out goals? And those sort of people, I encourage to okay, turn off the phone, turn off any you know distractions. And if we can go out in nature, uh, perfect. But if we live in a city or you know if, the, if that's not available, then turn off all distractions put on some quiet music and just with a notepad and pen, a tea, a coffee, whatever it may be, and put yourself as relaxed as possible and then start asking those questions of, okay, you know, without expectation, just ask those questions of, you know, what is it? I know I'm here for a reason and, you know, what is it? Is it to be a coach or is it to be a musician or, you know, whatever it may be? um, Those those answers will start to draw to the surface but if we're always just looking for the answers on the outside of us through social media through all these other things that's when we can just bounce around and you know mm. and I've, I've got clients that are in their um near near 60s and you know they've, they've said man for the last 50 plus years i've just been doing <laughs> this 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 and i still don't know what i'm supposed to do with my life and that's like, well you know we got to spend those times going
0: inward. Um, mm. Yeah. A uh, handy tool I found for, for that is, is two questions asked in that, in that chill out time is one, what would I do if money wasn't an issue? If somebody paid me a million dollars a year to do something. What would I do? Uh, so it's takes that money factor out. And the other is if somebody was paying me to research to, to just, Explore something. What would I study? What would I look into? Uh, that that kind of opens people up because usually uh, a block is, is time or money uh, For before yeah. it gets people in, out of their thing if you can get them to think about what they're passionate about Then they realize what they're passionate about uh, And might be able to find a way to make that work mm-hmm. uh, From my experience of, of myself meeting people like you uh, and my clients, yeah, when you find that you can tap into a passion, that work is so much easier.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not. And I think everyone is here for a reason. I'm a strong believer that nothing happens by chance or luck. Uh, the universe works in specific order and ways and you know we can either move in harmony with that uh, which is you know following a purpose or you know just in flow uh, or we can move against that and you know always be butting heads with other people and you know putting others down because we're not happy with ourselves or whatever it may be so yeah staying in that uh, nice flow and finding our passion and then just driving towards it and like you said like you said taking money out of the option um, and yeah, that's going to draw forth new ideas as well because that is a big thing. How am I going to make money from this?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Powerful. And that outside influence sometimes is partly it too that they're like, well, this is my passion, but you can't make money out of that. Uh, and talking to somebody else, they're like, mm, yes, you can. Yeah, you can. You can do this or that. Uh, and that's where coaching really helps uh, if you've got people to bounce off of uh, different ideas.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And and I think, you know, a big thing that I always come up against with people is limiting beliefs. And, you know, just to continue on with uh, what you were just saying with people saying, well, I can't make money from that. Uh, let's say soccer. Or something, and you know, then you say, yeah, you can. Like, look at some of the best soccer players; they're earning tens of millions of dollars uh, every year. Oh, but I can't. No, I can't do that. And it's that limiting belief. Well, why not? Why not? Where's that belief stem from? And you know, then we start to go inward. And uh, tools like uh, hypnotherapy uh, bring those limiting beliefs out as well, because we can become aware of certain childhood comments that may have been said to us uh you know at a younger age and all those sort of things and that's where I point people to go see people like yourself uh because um you know people like yourself can draw that out um mm.
0: yeah 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 it can make a big difference that little idea that gets stuck mm. in the background uh, but yeah. conscious tools can quite often do that as well uh mm. a different reminders to, to get themselves outside of that Definitely. uh so what, are, what are some of the other regular tools you use to help break mindsets or open up that potential within uh,
1: the biggest one that I implement every single day for myself and my clients it's it's something that uh, you know I, I coach and I love um, talking about with people is meditation nice. and You know, the the word meditation, a lot of my clients anyway, um, you know, in the past have said, oh, I tried that and that didn't work. Or, you know, I I can't do that or it might work for you or the biggest thing I find is the time. Um, You know, people say, I don't have time. I'm too rushed. Um, You know, I'm too busy. I can't. I I don't have 10 minutes. I don't have, you know, whatever. Um, And... They're the people that I really enforce it with and say, Look, that's exactly why you need to meditate. Uh, you know, if you don't have ten minutes free, then you need to meditate for twenty minutes. Uh and really put it back on them and that expectation's there. And if we can start to implement that on a daily basis, uh, minimum once a day in the morning, definitely, um, but at night time as well, um, if you know, if if people can, that's gonna have Enormous benefits on their social or anyone's uh, social abilities, enormous benefits on their health, um, without a doubt, enormous benefits on focus with clarity, with determinism, uh, with drive through energy levels. You know, let's say in the gym, let's say at work, let's say relationships, whatever it may be. Meditation, I think, is literally just the, the ground of everything. Uh, and then all my other coaching sort of comes second to that. Um, so that's, that's one of the biggest tools, um, you know, because if we don't go inward, then we're looking on the outside of us for answers. And, you know, that's when confusion comes in. That's when outside influences come in. And, you know, we just, again, go around in circles. Mm.
0: So, yeah. yeah. Uh, meditation, I'm, I'm on board with the same thing. It's, <laughs> it is uh, the best step. To get anywhere, uh, yes. and it doesn't matter what industry field or way your life plays out, uh, it'll it'll amplify things. So, what's what's the main meditation tool you give people? What's the best? Way uh, uh,
1: depending on the person, um, definitely is uh, you. Know, if if they're a very uh, analytical sort of person that, you know, the mind's always questioning and, you know, am I doing it right, am I not? Or, you know, uh, am I supposed to be focusing on this or that? Or, you know, if the mind's just constantly going, then, you know, those sort of people I might give uh, more of a uh, meditation where they are vocalising something like an OM sound or, uh, you know, because it, it allows them to focus on one specific thing. Uh, If it's more of a person, I guess, like myself, um, you know, if they can just close their eyes and either have some theater tones in the background um, or even some relaxing music. One thing I implement or one thing I stress on, though, is not to have anything with vocals, um, as in it could still be talking meditation but not music with vocals uh, because then the conscious mind can start singing in our head and we're just sitting there with our eyes closed singing <laughs> so, um, but if it's a talking sort of um, meditation then yeah definitely they can help as well and, and one person I follow uh, you know to a T with his coaching and his approach with meditation is Dr. Joe Dispenza um, so I use a lot of his meditation technique um, with my clients and also just on a daily basis with my own practice.
0: Excellent. Uh, do you get people to integrate that goal card with that?
1: Depending on I, that's, I have in the past. Um, more so than not, I don't, and that's only because uh, the the type of coaching that I've done in the past, it's. it's if a person's really uh, always focusing on their goal, then, you know, you ask them to meditate and sometimes the mind can't switch off the goal um, yeah. and they're just staying in their conscious mind all the time um, and they're not, you know, lowering their frequency down into, you know, an alpha or theta sort of range. They're staying in that beta, focus, 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 and all they're doing is thinking about their goal on a conscious level, um, you know, with their eyes closed. So... Um, I did do it, you know, probably about, let's say, 18 months ago. I was, I was doing it quite a lot, um, you know, getting people to close their eyes, focus on their goal and, and do a little bit of a meditation in harmony with their goal. But I found that the better results were, okay, meditation is meditation and then our goal cards and saying affirmations and things, we can do that as well especially with our eyes closed and visualisation techniques, but let's not call it our meditation practice. Our meditation practice is where we go inward, we're relaxed, and it allows that brainwave frequency to drop into those alpha and theta sort of ranges, and that's where the body will just naturally take over. Homeostasis will bring our um, system back to you know, order um, you know, and heart rates heart and brain coherence starts to take over and a lot of health benefits start to come to the surface as well.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Mm. Uh, cause it is, it is important to have that balance of, uh, yeah, shutting the conscious mind down, uh, where still those visualization processes can certainly help, but reframing it that that's not their, their meditation is great. I, uh, sometimes use that as meditation for somebody to get them into things. Uh but if you hitting both arrows, that's awesome. You're tricking them into doing twice as much meditation. (laughs)
1: Exactly, exactly. Exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big thing, you know, these days I refer back so many times to us just being bombarded with information. And uh, you know, if we go back before our days anyway, with you know, before internet before those sort of things, it was a little bit more relaxed. We'd send a letter, we'd write a letter to someone and we could wait you know, days or weeks or even months if it was going overseas hmm. to hear back. And now we live in a high stress sort of environment where we can send a text to someone and if we haven't heard you know, within half an hour, why haven't they messaged, why, you know, and, and these internal dialogue, uh, especially if it's about, you know, a business, uh, proposition or if it's something to do with money you know stress is just go 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 and it's like well you know that's that's only come in really since phones and all these um new devices which is brilliant but at the same time our health is really taking a toll because and and you know it speaks for itself when you look at the statistics as well of uh you know heart disease and all those um you know cancer and things like that the rise is just massive um and it's constantly going up and I think it's all comes down to you know stress um on some sort of level
0: yeah that certainly does uh i don't want to come back to that in a second uh but while we're still on the meditation thing uh for those people who who tell you they don't have 10 minutes to to meditate yeah. uh, how is it you ease them in to to start that? What's what's your 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 little tip for the the people out there listening that uh that haven't meditated before or don't think they've got ten minutes to calm their file?
1: Sure, sure. Uh, well, I would definitely start to reframe it in a way to say, well, uh, you know, if if that's the case, let's say we wake up at a certain time and we go to bed at a certain time, and we don't have time you know in between those two periods simple things like okay i want to implement meditation to my day i know how healthy it's going to be i know i'm going to work better and you know even if i can improve my work time by 10 minutes then i've made back my time but let's say you know we know all those things on a conscious level but i'm just you know i don't know i still i don't have time i don't have time Let's set the alarm ten minutes earlier. Little things like that, uh, you know, it sounds too simple, but some of the simplest things—it's because they work as well. Uh, you know, if if it's if we always have lunch at twelve o'clock, um, you know, and twelve till one, we're on lunch break. Beautiful. Finish your lunch at. 1250 and close your eyes and relax and sit somewhere where you're not going to be you know, um, disturbed and just see what happens with your eyes closed and with some relaxing music on. See how you feel when you open them at one o'clock for those 10 minutes. Uh, little things like that. I feel when people start to implement little steps like that, 10 minutes, they'll get to a point where they'll, you know, if, if an alarm goes off or something, um, you know, after, let's say we have to go back at one o'clock and we set the alarm for 12.59 or whatever, so we've got like one minute, the alarm goes off. I think once people start to implement it on a daily basis, like anything, you know, the first time we can go in and expect miracles uh, and when it doesn't happen, we can go, well, it didn't work. But if we try it over and over and over again, we'll get to the point where 10 minutes will seem like 10 seconds. And we go, wow, that went so fast. Well, maybe, you know, maybe I'll go a little bit longer. Maybe I'll go 15 minutes. And, you know, I've got meditation programs where uh, my shortest one is seven minutes and my longest one is one and a half hours. And there's different techniques in there with breathing techniques. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Wim Hof uh, with his breathing techniques. I talk people through those sort of things as well. Um, but it's all about starting small and don't expect miracles after, you know, day one. Um, because, you know, a lot of us don't get out of our conscious mind until we're actually, you know, in bed with our head down on the pillow and it's just go, 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 go. Mm. Um, So it it does take practice and that's why it's called a meditation practice. Um, Yeah. We're we're obviously always learning and evolving.
0: Definitely. Uh, And the other thing to point out is once people get that benefit and they start noticing it and it starts getting really easy because of their meditation practice, do not get fully yourself. And think, oh yeah, I've got this. I don't need to do that anymore. Because <laughs> uh, that's a mistake. Pretty much everybody I know of that's got into meditation has <laughs> yeah. made. They get to that level where they're like, yeah, I'm an expert meditator. So things are getting easy. I can allocate that time just today to something else. <laughs> uh, yep. Slowly fades out, and then they realise they're not as sharp anymore after they've, they've cut that that out. Uh, Definitely. Definitely, And
1: and, and I think, you know, with a lot of the tools that I coach on anyway, they are built around repetition. You know, for your listeners that are aware of Bob Proctor, they'll know the value of repetition, the way Bob teaches is all around repetition. And that's the idea of the goal card, obviously reading it multiple times. And we can implement that in things like our meditation practice as well. It's just that repetitive thing uh, you know, starts to condition the, the the mind-body connection to, okay, I know when I wake up, I walk out of my room and then I sit and, you know, I'm going to go inward. And the more we can start to make those connections neurologically in the brain, the easier we can start to go back to that same place over and over and over again. And I've found personally when I uh, skip a meditation uh, purely just because you know, I might have a work commitment where I, you know, if something happens and I just uh, don't have time or I do skip it, um, come 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., I'm, my mind is just wandering. It's, I know something's not right and I'll always take it back to, oh, it's because I didn't meditate this morning. And it can be that fast, I find, with myself anyway. If I skip a meditation, I'll know within, you know, a couple of hours. Um, you know, I'm just not thinking straight or I might be yawning by lunchtime. Um, and you know, that's when I go, well, it's cause I didn't meditate. So yeah, it just, it just shows me, um, why my meditation practice is a daily thing. It has to be. Um,
0: yeah. Fantastic. Uh, now back to the, the stress bit that you, you brought up, uh, yeah you obviously understand how, how stressful people's lives can get uh, and how catastrophic that can make other things uh, in and around their lives or for the people close to them in and around their lives. Yeah. Uh, so I know you've started a new, uh, reasonably new non-profit uh, of your Right Mate. Uh, would you mind telling us a bit about that? Because I want... I want everybody that listens to be able to have, have this resource because it's a fantastic extra tool to, to have around.
1: Beautiful. No, thank you. Uh, um, so, Your Right Mate came about uh, in August last year, um, which was 2018. Um, my brother, who was a successful real estate agent, um, took his wife, and I was living in Queensland at the time. I got the call that my brother had been missing. So I flew straight down and, you know, spent a day and a half looking um, around Melbourne and looking for a needle in a haystack, obviously just running the streets with a picture of my brother on the phone, asking everyone and every anyone, uh, you know, have you seen this person? And then I got the call on uh, the 18th, Saturday morning uh, that the police had found his car and uh, my other brother and I went up uh, to where the car was and ended up finding my brother. And that obviously shook me to my core. I went into a hole uh, for a number of weeks. Uh, my partner, I told to uh, ring all my current clients and just said, look, you've got to tell them that uh, I'm just... Uh, I need a coach. I don't, I, I can't be a coach for them right now. I need a coach. I need, you know, I, I just need my own time. Uh, all my clients, uh, you know, all of them I'd been coaching for, uh, from weeks to months. So, you know, they were familiar with, uh, myself and my coaching abilities and everything. So all of them understood. I was very lucky in that sense. I didn't lose anyone. Uh, but, um, I then just dug a hole psychologically um you know i was just digging a hole and i couldn't see a way out i questioned my whole ability of coaching uh, i questioned my career um you know and and started thinking well i'll pass all my co- my current clients on to you know other other coaches that i know and i'll just you know call it quits and you know it was fun while it lasted and then uh i i hit this place where I thought, well, I'll reach out to a couple of my clients. Um, This is after a number of weeks. And, you know, just touch base with them just to say, look, you know, um, this is where I'm at and uh, see where they're at and, you know, give them some tips. And then I was just sort of going to walk away for a little bit longer. And soon as I started coaching again, soon as I started speaking about, you know, helping them with, their current problems and um, difficulties, whether it be business related. A lot of them were in uh, for business growth and business mindset uh, into my, my coaching. So once I started doing that, I thought, wow, like, no, this is my purpose, this is my calling, this is my passion. So I started doing it again, obviously, and um, then we fast forward a couple more months, and I thought, well, my clients all you know, obviously pay um, a premium pri- price for, you know, a, a six-month period or a three-month period, whatever it may be. But that just isn't enough. I want to do some pro bono work, so I started doing, you know, various pro bono work for um, different places and offering my services at different places. And I thought, well, you know, there, there's got to be a, a better way. As to do this as well, I'm only one person. Um, a lot of my coaching is one-on-one, uh, some of it's one-to-many, but even that, it's still limited. And then the thought of a non-for-profit sort of tickled my my mind, I guess, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll research it a little bit. And we fast forward up until, geez, what is it now? I think we're six or seven weeks um, in. And uh, it's, it's going great. Um, I named it You Alright Mate, just literally the, the, the letter, you, and then Alright Mate. So everyone can find it on Facebook. We do have a website that's going to be coming as well. But it's all around mental health. Uh, it's, it's mainly directed at males. Um, there is a lot of female, females on the, on the page as well. I can see, you know, obviously, who, who comes, the traffic that comes. But a lot of the message is just around raising that awareness for mental health for blokes that we need, we need to start to express uh, the feelings and thoughts that we're having on a daily basis because uh, I was brought up again, you know, with a trade background where even with my back, it was suck it up, princess. You know, it's not mm-hmm. that bad. You know, you'll be right. Go have a beer. Um, you know and and it was suppressing these emotions and uh, you know emotions are just energy so we're suppressing this energy and you know that energy gets uh, expressed in some form it could be a disease it could be you know obviously uh, not focused through 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 our mind and uh, you know that leads to anxiety it can lead to depression or you know like my brother's case um, taking his own life he just got to a point where uh you know it it obviously couldn't see a way out so the message behind "You're right mate is asking your mates you know you're right you're right mate like it's all right to speak and you know being there for your mates to actually listen and that's one thing that uh i try and impress on the on the facebook page is it's about asking the question and then listening not not giving fuel to the fire because a lot of conversations can be you're right mate and then the person may say something and we we fuel that fire by saying yeah yeah i know i know aren't they terrible or you know yeah i feel for you and and that person comes away from that conversation just you know depleted so it's about just listening and if you're qualified definitely then you know help them and uh, you know point them in the right direction if if you're not you know uh, that sort of mindset where you know it's just a conversation and then at the end of the conversation direct them to our page or if it's a more serious note direct them to beyond blue or lifeline or something like that um, but the page is all there just for awareness so we have a lot of statistics going up um, you know of, of the death tolls and um, you know and different things around anxiety and stress and yeah, there's there's a lot of tips on there as well. So and meditation as well, I talk about on on the page as well because obviously that's going to help
0: Helps. anyone exactly. and everyone. Yeah. yeah, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, I am a big proponent in uh, men's mental health, it, especially in in our country in Australia. It's it's atrocious. We do have that suck it up princess sort of mentality. We all need to speak. Of what I'm exposed to, I'd say 80% of my clients would be female. But to start with, it was 95. Men are starting to, to open up and realize it's, it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to express them. It's okay to have an opinion that's about something other than sports, cars, and things like that. And when you're in trouble, you can put your hand up and ask for help. You don't have to solve everything. Uh, and so I'm, I'm excited to see an extra resource out there, to to help spread that message. Uh, so I'm grateful. We don't we want less chances that something can happen, like the situation uh, your family ended up in of mm. of having a loss because somebody was overwhelmed and didn't think they could could get out or talk, and they even had a supportive environment. So we all need these extra resources so thanks for for that work no no
1: thank you and it's 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 growing at a good speed and any way it can get out the better so yeah it's just about if it comes through your right mate or if it's another platform it's just about getting (laughs) it out there and and really you know supporting our mates um and yeah, listening without judgment as well. Um, you know, I think that's a big thing, uh, which obviously as coaches, um, you know, is a, a big part of coaching as well. You you, you listen without any sort of judgment. Um, so I think that's important as well for our mates, just to you know ask them and see where the conversation goes, and and then listen and you know don't judge. Just,
0: mm. That's that's a fantastic piece of advice. <laughs> Uh, now, where we're starting to run out of time. So, is there anything else you'd like to to share? Another tool that you think could help somebody with achieving their goals, releasing some stress, or just being a better human?
1: Uh oh, that's that's a very big question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's as broad as I can make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is, yeah, it's pretty broad. But um, at the same time, it's it's. I think to give ourselves grace to realise wherever we're at in life, um, don't always, we can be our biggest critic, uh, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And you know, we can look at, again, social media, we can see other people, whether or not they're in our circle of influence of friends or if they're you know, our, our um, mentors that we look up to, and we can see them at a certain place in their life and success and then relate it to our present circumstance and then we, we don't give ourselves any grace for where we're at and, you know, realising that that person has had to work day and night to achieve that success, but we just see that end result and we just say, you know, that's what I want and oh, I'm not living that way. And then we, you know, we draw upon us all these negative emotions and, um, you know, can dig ourselves uh, into a hole. So I think one big tip just to leave um, all your listeners off with is wherever you're at in life, realize that that's not fixed. It doesn't matter if you're, I'll use Bob's, Uh, numbers if you're five years old or 95 years, years old wherever you're at in life that's not fixed if you're not happy you can change and it all comes down to our thought patterns our habitual thought patterns because obviously the way we think internally has an effect on our external environment and if we want our external environment to change we need to start to go inward and change our inward environment through our thought patterns and, you know, to realize that, okay, if I want change, if I'm not happy where I'm at, where do I want to be? That's a good question to probably start with and then putting pen to paper and, you know, listing different things that we want to achieve in our life. Let's call it a bucket list. And, then just going through and saying, well, you know, what do I need to do to achieve this first one? Who do I need to uh, look up to? Who who can I actually start to look to and say, you know, what did they do and how did they get there? So, you know, a big one, um, you know, when I started coaching, I was seeming to attract a lot of females into the coaching uh, as well. Um, And that was, I don't know why, it was just, seem to be, you know, females were more open to talking and, you know, that sort of um, personal development industry. And, you know, it is changing. um, But, yeah, I was seeming to get more females into my coaching. And a big role model that I would bring into the conversations was Oprah Winfrey. And we'd go into her past and say, look what she's achieved Mm -hmm. and look what she had to get. Uh, or sorry, look what she had to do to achieve where she's at now. So let's bring things back to current day and say, you're here, but you want to achieve this, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever it is. Look for people that have achieved what you want to, in- want to achieve and then see that they probably went through a hell of a lot to get there. You know, no one's born with a silver spoon in their mouth.
0: That all, all starts with that that inner voice just talking shit to you, and the worst thing you'll ever hear in your life, uh, it's it's going to come from within. Uh, and if you hear worse than that, it takes about five seconds till your your consciousness comes up with something worse to throw back at you. But the whole reason that's there uh, is that driver to make you ask that question: Well, what what do I have to do about it then? Uh, where as a culture and a society, we are getting lost in that "oh woe well, is me," uh, and listen to that voice without having that conversation with that of "well, yeah, well, where can we take it?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so that's that's a fantastic piece of advice to leave us on. Thank you, Cameron. No,
1: now, thank you very
0: much. If people want to get a hold of you, if they're inspired, if they want coaching, or just to reach out and say hello, what are what are the best ways to, to do that?
1: Any of the platforms, the main platforms, so Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, those ones just Cameron Oates, O-A-T-E-S. And you can also jump on my website, CameronOatesCoaching.com uh, and leave a comment there, leave a comment on Facebook. I'll always write back and love to get on the phone with any of your listeners and, yeah, help out where wherever possible. And the You All Right one is only on Facebook. It will open up to different platforms when we get a little bit more manpower behind it. But right now, it's just Facebook, and it's you, all right, mate, just the letter U. So, yeah.
0: Fantastic. Thanks. It's been a pleasure chatting as always. I've enjoyed. Thank you. Thanks for listening in. That was Camera Notes. Fantastic chat. I really enjoy talking Cameron. camera, and I really have high hopes for the You're All Right, Mate movement. I'd love for you to share even this episode or some of the links of his. You're all right, mate, to some of your friends. because too many men just need to hear. They really need to hear that message, to know it's okay to talk. It's okay to get some help to get over those those monumental issues they're facing in their life. So please, shout if you're one of those guys, that you're struggling, if you're having a hard time, connect with myself connect with cameron connect with lifeline connect with anyone ask one of your mates see what happens welcome to akasha talks a podcast on consciousness healing and different ways to interact and weave those together both old and new to be able to get the most out of your life i'm your host lance baker coming to you from Newcastle, Australia. Hope you kick back, relax, and enjoy the show.